0: Hey, it's Celeste from Celeste's Interest. Remember to leave a rating and to share the show. Oh, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Celeste's Interest, where we will spike your interest.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We are super excited. We are on location today, and we have a very special guest. This guest came in from the phoenix valley her name is elizabeth nunez we are super excited to have her here she received her master's in accountancy from the anderson business school university of new mexico she has over seven years experience and she is ready to take the phoenix valley by storm with her career as a cpa and she is joined today by her furry four-legged companion Oliver, I'm so excited to hear what Celeste finds out. Let's listen in. Hi, Elizabeth. I'm so excited to be
0: on the podcast today with us.
1: So, tell me, what's a CPA? Um, well, thanks, Celeste. I'm so excited to be here. Well, myself, um, I'm a CPA. Um, I've been holding my license for um, close to six years now, and um, a CPA stands for Certified Public Accountant. Um, well, as as a CPA, I'm actually an auditor. Um, and, um, you can do many things with us as a CPA, you can be a bookkeeper, you can be a controller, um, you can be a CFO if you'd like to. So when you think about what's a favorite, what's one of your favorite companies? Um, target target. Yeah. If I want to go and be the CFO of target, I would go and I would be managing all of the, of the money coming in and out and being able to record that on their financial statements so that individuals who want to invest in target such as you, um, can again know how are they doing at the end of their year. Did they have a good year? Were they profitable? Were they making money? Did they um what were their expenses like? Um, you know, with COVID, a lot of my clients, I work again as an auditor. So I'm going in to determine are their financial statements at the end of the year? fairly stated, meaning that you as a consumer, maybe you want to invest your money in the future. You're going to look at their financial statements, and I'm going to audit them as a CPA to say, yes, I feel that they are reasonably stated. So if you're going to rely on those to make investment decisions, it's going to help you because I gave it the green light to say, it's a clean opinion. I feel comfortable with these numbers. Or I can go the other way and say, there was a lot of issues going on. We had to make a lot of corrections. And that, again, as a um, very uh, in-tuned person such as yourself, you're going to be able to make a better decision if you want to invest in that company or trust that company to, again, continue on in the future. Were you always interested in being a CPA as a kid? You know what, Celeste? That's a really good question because I actually wasn't. So I remember growing up, and I'm the youngest of four girls, and everything that my dad used to say and tell me what to do or what was – you know somebody to look up to um i used to always listen to it and i would you know pick up on things about a person's character and really it was more sometimes the individuals that i met that helped kind of shape make um those kinds of decisions for me so when i was growing up i remember there was this woman that my dad knew um she was a filipino woman and she was actually a, an attorney she was a lawyer and for so long i used to always say i want to be a lawyer i want to be a lawyer and once I actually got into high school and started taking classes, um, I started taking business classes. I was part of DECA. It's a great program. Gets a little intro into business. And they the first year, um, it was my senior year, but this was the first year that they were offering an accounting class. And I was like, let me take that class. That sounds interesting, especially because it's the first year. So I took it and I did really well. Um, and again, you kind of like to do things that you're good at, And I didn't know I was gonna be good at it. I always liked math, I've um, always been in honors math, loved to do math problems, loved to time myself how quickly I could do multiplication problems. So it really just kind of, I almost fell into it, yet it was, I think, technically it was kind of ingrained in what I was already doing, what I did really well. So I kind of picked up on that and I continued to um, pursue that career path um, into college.
0: I know you weren't always interested to be a CPA as a kid, but speaking about your childhood, what was the first way that you made money as a kid?
1: Um, So for me, again, I was one where I always, I'm kind of, again, as I said, I liked numbers. So it's kind of a nerd. I used to like to invest and I, I, I don't invest now. I'm not as savvy as I used to be when I was in third grade, but I remember I used to always look at the stock market and we did a stock market game in my third grade class and i remember going home and looking at okay what products am i using let me look let me turn it around what is procter and gamble i found out that that's a huge company they do your toothpaste they do so many other products so i remember looking at that and we we tracked our we tracked our progress for about three weeks and i would have made so much money so in my mind i was making money in third grade Um, really again that was more uh, brain knowledge i'm going to say but my first job, I didn't actually, I, I, again, I liked to spend money. I always wanted to have nice clothes. It was just something that that's what I cared about at the time. Or again, I liked candy. Do you like candy? I do. So exactly. I wanted some, some candy um, shopping money. And so I ended up actually through my DECA program, they used to give us uh, job applications or they would post job listings. So our teacher would actually say, hey, guys, for your skill set, still in high school, these are the types of jobs that are available and there. if you guys would like you guys can go through interviews but basically it was just letting us know they were helping us do the research so i saw this job listing for a medical supply company and it was close by i didn't drive yet so it was going to be really needing to rely on my family to say can they drop me off after school so that i can go and work there so i ended up going in um, again, I, my, my sister, that's, um, as I told you, I'm the youngest of four girls. So my sister that's older than me, the third, she did not work yet. So this was actually kind of scary because I did not know how to go. And what should I wear for the job interview yet? Hadn't really done too much of that before, but I went to the medical supply company, just thinking, can I just ask about the job? They end up saying, let's, let's go interview right now. Let's go back here. a little bit scary. But I did really well. And again, they knew that I was excited that I wanted to you know, work there and learn. Um, I hadn't worked in medical supplies before, but again, they were willing to take a chance on me. Um, and then actually I ended up getting a job for my sister. So she joined us, I think maybe like a month or two later. So it was really kind of a great first job because I was one learning, getting some money so I can buy some candy. And then I actually got to work with my sister. So it was really nice kind of bonding and learning experience for us. So it sounds like you kind of helped others pursue a job
0: or just have like that source of income coming in. Were there any challenges along the way that you faced?
1: Um, I'm going to say yes. I, and that's kind of maybe one of, um, you know, the intro you guys heard that I recently moved to um, the Phoenix area. And that, you know, kind of was in a sense a challenge. I had been with my firm for about seven years and I kind of feel like I was hitting an actual ceiling. And so what I mean by that, Celeste, is do you ever feel like you've been trying, you continue to work, you're doing you know, everything that you can, your clients love you, you're getting feedback from your team that says, you know what, I like working with you. You take the time to help train me, you're doing everything. And most of the time you want to hear, great job, good work, continue to keep up the good work. Um, probably in gymnastics, you get that, right? And then as you continue to improve, Maybe you're going to get advanced to a new level and then you're going to keep growing and growing. Maybe there's different stages of that in gymnastics. Would you say? Yeah, I would say. Perfect. So exactly. That's how it was with my career. So I was a director. And, you know, after that, I really kind of hit a wall, as I said, because there was going to be no other position for me to advance for. So when I was thinking about that and thinking about the state that I was living in, there wasn't a lot of growth opportunity for me. So I had um, I have family. That lives in california and i wanted to be somewhere in the middle i really enjoy phoenix um it's a beautiful city great food um and again it's a larger market for me so a lot more opportunity for me as a cpa to be able to get different clients to be able to hopefully work at a different firm to actually be able to advance my career and maybe again i might take another turn maybe i might experience something new i think the biggest piece of um what you're getting from these uh, podcasts and these interviews is hopefully you're hearing there's so many different jobs. There's so many different opportunities. Um, And, and again, I get to explore that I think now in Phoenix a little bit more. So although it might've been a challenge that I saw, I was able to kind of think of how can I improve this challenge? What could have been a roadblock and how can I make an opportunity for myself now in the future?
0: Wow. So it sounds like you approach something that could have been a bit scary, but you turned it into something really amazing for you. And there's so many new opportunities that you'll get to experience and explore. Who do you ask for help? Do you have any mentors in the Phoenix area?
1: Um, Well, in the Phoenix area, as I said, I just moved recently. So I'm establishing my network and that can honestly be scary in itself because you want to make sure that you're connecting with the right people, that you're open to new experiences that um, so... I'm going to say right now, that's that's a work in progress. That's something I'm going to focus on in the next couple months. But ultimately, I think when I when I think about mentors, when I think about people's advice, I think about my family because they've been there for me. And I think you want to make sure that you surround yourself around people that are going to be there for you during your bad times and your wins because they're the ones that are truly going to make an honest decision for you right so if i'm going through a difficult situation and i'm saying is phoenix the right move for me i want someone that is going to say think about this this think about what could go wrong think about what can go well and i'm going to support you along the way because you need to have someone that's going to bounce those ideas off of you that's going to one sometimes disagree with you sometimes say "Mm, did you consider this you know because at the same time opening up your network to individuals that think differently than you is great because, again, you want to mold yourself. You want to learn from other people. So having a network of individuals that do have different ideas, have different thoughts is perfect. So, um, I mean, again, I'm going to say my family and, you know, I do have some very close friends that I like to, um, especially with career decisions, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm not being irrational, that I've thought something through Um, I'm a CPA, so I don't just jump into quick decisions. I want to make sure that when I'm making a decision, I've thought it through, that I've considered budgets, that I've considered how is that going to affect myself personally, financially, Um, and again, am I actually making a difference um, for my clients? Am I making a difference where I'm going to be happy in my career? Um, I don't want a job. I want a career.
0: Yeah, so it sounds like that family and your friends of course they could all be mentors at the same time and you can always expand you can never have too many mentors because people you can learn from people in so many different ways there's so many kind so what is
1: your why what is my why um well you know it's i'm kind of living it right now because um if you didn't know i'm uh, i'm actually an auntie to um a very successful podcast host. Um, So my why is, uh, is my niece Celeste, because I again, want to make sure that I'm able to be that role model, even if she doesn't say I'm a role model, um, just be again, you know, someone for her to bounce ideas off in the future to be able to say, Hey, I have a difficult decision Um, has nothing to do with career, maybe it's just a personal decision. I want to again, be that strong female um, woman to her that she's seeing is, again, making, important career decisions that she is um again a wonderful dog mom to oliver and um at the same time that i'm fair that i'm trying to help others and that i'm going to be there to listen to her whenever she um needs my advice or again just a sounding board to say i'm really upset i need just to de-stress i need someone to talk to um but i think really yeah again i've i've been doing my career it's it's for me but at the same time i'm hoping that there's other individuals that see me and think, wow, I'd like to be her one day, or I like that this is the career she had. And this is where she came from before. Um, Again, just to provide inspiration. um, But also, again, really just to provide that that friendship. And like I said, that female presence in your life.
0: Wow, I'm sure that successful little girl that is very much grateful for Elizabeth Nunez. So with that, I'm gonna close it off, and I hope that we all enjoyed this wonderful, wonderful episode. Thank you for listening to Celeste's Interest, where we hopefully spiked your interest.